0: Welcome back, podcast friends, to I Am Healthy and Fit. I Am Healthy and Fit is the affirmation that begins changing your health and fitness from the inside out. I'm Steve Jordan, your health and fitness coach. Welcome back, everybody, to the I Am Healthy and Fit podcast. I've got a great episode for you today with Tim Liu. Tim Liu is a trainer, uh, an entrepreneur, and he's not just trainer, he's doing online training. Uh, In today's environment, it is way more of a uh, accepted way of training, Uh, and he's somebody who's been doing this for years and has a great background. Uh, He has a personal transformation story that's inspiring that I know you will like. Uh, He's a very motivated and very educated individual, and the information that he provides here will keep you healthy and fit. Without further ado, Tim Liu, enjoy the show. Welcome, Tim Liu, to the I Am Healthy Fit podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here with me today.
1: Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on.
0: And I want to thank our uh, mutual friend, Anthony, to uh, for the introduction. He said that uh, you were a great guy and somebody that I should connect with and uh, have on my podcast. So I'm grateful to have you here with me today. You're a, a health and fitness coach here in the Los Angeles area, um, and you're now embarking in the online fitness coaching arena, which I know is a huge area um, and a growing area, especially today where more more people being connected to their devices and really not necessarily having to go to the the gym or having the expense of going to a gym or the time commitment of going to a gym. So I'm interested in talking about that. But before that, I'd like to talk a little bit about how you got into the health and fitness business, um, because I'm certain it was a it's the story, uh, as most trainers getting into the business is, it's personal, it's a personal passion. Uh, where does your passion and started the business start from?
1: So we're gonna have to go way back back to my childhood. Uh, so Let's I was it. nine. yeah, we're, So I was nine years old, and I first got into health and fitness during that time because my mom had stomach cancer. Uh, she passed, and Sorry. then, yeah, uh, at the time, you know, touching and getting over that. And at the time, I was thinking maybe there's a link between our lifestyles and and, and disease and, and our well-being. So it gave me an interest in physical fitness, nutrition. Uh, but during that time, I was also overweight uh, as a kid. Hmm. So when I was, and what's overweight look like? Uh, an idea. Let's see. Uh, I'm I'm five nine, so like a chunky 180,
0: 190. Oh, wow. Yeah. Back, so what were you like when you were 14 years old? How much did you weigh then?
1: I probably weighed in the one 170, 180s.
0: Wow. That's yeah. a big 14-year-old.
1: Yeah, not not a good luck. Not a good yeah. luck at 14. So uh, when I was graduating high school, I was picking colleges and figuring out what to what to study, what my major would be. Uh, at the time in my senior year, I was also looking into health and fitness. I started exercising. I started eating right. Uh, I started to lose the weight.
0: Why? What was the, what was the, the, the catalyst to cause you to do that? Your mom, or was it something else personal?
1: You want, you really want to know? It was girls. Yes. I got dumped <laughs> and I was fat and yeah. I wanted a girlfriend and I, you know, had really bad self-esteem. I wanted to look good. I wanted to feel good. And going into college, I wanted to turn my life around. I didn't want to be this, you know, dorky, overweight speech debate nerd that play video games anymore. I want to be cool and and sexy and hot, you know? Uh Uh, So all the well. (laughs) (laughs) So my ego uh, got me to, to improve myself and get fit, get healthy, get on the good path. It It might
0: be the only good thing your ego can do for you. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Self-improvement. Yeah, so that that was the catalyst. So I, I got dumped. I was, you know, fat out of shape, no no self-esteem, and I wanted to be healthy and turn things around. So during my college application, I wanted to study nutrition because I was helping myself figure figuring it out. And that inspired me to want, also want to study nutrition and help others so they don't end up like I was. So, yeah.
0: So you studied, uh, so you were a nutritionist or you studied nutrition in college? That was your major?
1: Yeah. So I majored in dietetics, going to be in in a dietitian route. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the career path at the time for dietitians was mostly clinical work, working hospitals, food service, all that stuff. So it's kind uh, of
0: boring and you don't necessarily have a whole lot of input or say in the matter there because you're being controlled and governed by a a much larger organization.
1: Right. Yeah, no no doubt. And you're also under the the control of the doctors and nurses. They have more power over you and you don't have much freedom to exercise your your credentials, your education to help these people.
0: Right. And they don't necessarily know more than you do. And it it's yeah, actually they, quite the opposite.
1: Yeah, they probably only took two to three nutrition classes tops. Yeah. And, which is a which is a shame because they have more they have so much control and power to make change, to create change. Totally. Yeah. So I had that
0: conversation with several of my podcasts, uh, with some of the doctors they even, many of them are functional, uh, medicine doctors now where, you know, they went to regular medical school, but saw that there was such a, a big component missing. And now they practice functional medicine. And, uh, now that's nutrition is a huge part of their practice. And it's a, you know, they went on to different types of uh, education and learning that, uh, is in conjunction with. You know their medical practice so huge huge opportunity there
1: that's awesome uh, i think that's a great step in the right direction for, yeah. for the medical community yeah uh, so i was getting fed up with what i can't do and at the time it was my junior year in college i lost most of the weight i was getting in better shape and a fitness internship opened up so i applied i got in i completed it i got certified as a trainer. Uh, and I didn't want to go the RD route. So I went straight into personal training as soon as I graduated Mm -hmm. and just used my nutrition background to help my clients. And I've been coaching for 10 years now and uh, doing in-person personal training. And I just started online coaching a few years ago. So I'm able to help more people around the world and create more change and make, uh, make the world a healthier place.
0: That's awesome. Well, your story sounds very similar to mine and Uh, in so many respects. Now, tell me um, what has been so far in your 10 years uh, your, I want to say, favorite or the one transformation that excites you the most or makes you smile when you look back on it?
1: It's one of my most recent online clients. Uh, He reached out to me a few years ago. We knew each other. chatting and he was overweight he was over 200 pounds uh, school teacher uh, just wasn't fit wanted to get in shape so I taught him everything how to eat well uh, how to train properly he's dropped over 30 pounds he's looking good and he just met his fiance recently and now they're getting married and they're going to continue having a healthy lifestyle together that's awesome.
0: Yeah, So that's, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I mean, huge benefit. And you might not have been able to, he may not have been able to find you know, this person that he's now going to marry because he wasn't feeling himself or his best self. So that's cool that you've been able to contribute to that. Now I'm going to ask you flip side, what has been maybe one of your biggest regrets or one of your, like a, a client that was most challenging that you haven't, that you haven't or weren't able to help or transform one that if you could go back and change a few things, what would that look like?
1: That's a, that's a good question. I've taken on people in hindsight that I probably shouldn't have taken on. Mm. Uh, there was a guy who was very, uh, very emotionally driven in all of his decisions, very impulsive. He had a lot of uh, weight loss, fat loss goals, and other fitness goals that he wanted to achieve. But he was very in the mindset of, I want fast results now but he also wasn't willing to put in the work. In his mind, he wasn't ready for change, and I did everything in my part to help him, but he wouldn't put in the work, and he would flip it and say, hey, I'm not doing my part as a coach to help him, to motivate him to get him to do X, Y, Z, and he would feel offended that, I'd call him out on his stuff and even though he would miss appointments. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so like whenever you hire a coach, you also have to realize that it's not a one-way street. You also have to, in order to get the most out of coaching, you have to communicate with whoever you're working with, uh, let them know how, you, how things are progressing, how you're feeling, what your expectations are and having a collaborative effort. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's a big thing.
0: Could agree more. i say it's like a relationship, you know, there it's, it is a relationship and you gotta be, or, you know, it's like if you get involved with somebody in an intimate way, like you just don't take, you have to give and you got to give back and much as you put in. And this is an area where like people listening, if they want the results, we can only do so much. We're coaching you, you know, there could be like, let's look at uh new England Patriots, you know, a great team. You know, who just this year didn't have what it takes to, you know, to get to to the Super Bowl, um, whatever it was. I mean, they for the most part had most of the same same players, the uh, same coach, same quarterback, but you know, the mindset there there's just a little bit, you know, that whatever reason they weren't firing on all cylinders, or maybe the other teams were just a little bit more dialed in. You know, they just and it, the point I'm making there is that you know the coaches can only take a team so far. It's the individuals within that, you know, relationship have to also do their part and, like, really maximize the opportunities. You know, maybe, I'm not saying he did, but maybe Tom Brady just didn't, he he wasn't all there this year. For whatever reason, whatever it looked like, maybe he had some personal things going on. Maybe it is his age. Maybe, you know, whatever it looked like, just he wasn't firing in all cylinders like he had in the past. And that's okay, Tom Brady, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, like, it's <laughs> a, like, we all we all can't always be at our best, right? We got a, an edge and flows. And I think sometimes when you aren't at your best, and, and you know, Tim, I'm sure you would agree with me and comment on this after I'm finished with the point is that, you know, in our moments of weakness or breakdown, or when we can see and have sometimes the best opportunity to evaluate where we are, what we've been doing, or what we haven't been doing. and change that course of, you know, of actions, and then move the move the the needle forward. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Whenever you fail at something, or whenever something doesn't go your way, it's important to self reflect and figure out, hey, why didn't this go, go the way I wanted to, you want to figure out what was in your control, what wasn't in control, so that you could do better next time.
0: Yeah, great. Now, with the honest point here, you know, what would you say are some of the top three things that people can control um, if they are either working on their own or working with a trainer or doing online coaching with you or anybody else, or they're reading a book on health and nutrition and they're trying to turn their health and fitness around right now? Uh, listening to this podcast could be a you know start. What top three um, recommendations would you give to somebody?
1: Well, the first one is when you're trying to create change, you wanna pick the lowest hanging fruit. The idea here is you wanna do something so easy that you can't fail. The idea is to build momentum so that you don't feel overwhelmed, that you have to do so much that you end up doing nothing and not even starting. A lot of people psych themselves out, especially when they're starting a health and fitness program. They're thinking, oh, I got to start working out five times a week. I need to you know, go clean, cut everything out. I need to you know, do X, Y, and Z. When they just need to take that first step and be consistent with it, then you just start adding on things once you've mastered those basic habits.
0: Yeah, they need to first do A, B, C before they do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, that's what exactly. I You know.
1: Yeah. Wow. Uh, the second part is to is to have a social support. Uh, you can't do everything on your own. Um, as a business owner, you know, I'm sure you can relate. You feel like, oh, I can do this and this and this, but no, you need a team to support you. You need somebody to to tell you, hey, you can do it, just and just get guidance along the way during your journey. Uh, That's important. Uh, When I'm doing my coaching calls, I tell all of my clients, I want you to tell me everything. The more information you give me, the more I'm able to help you as a coach, the more support I'm able to provide for you so I can hold your hand and help you every step along the way. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: That's number two, having a good support.
0: Great advice.
1: uh, Yeah. Number three is to be patient. Uh, Nothing worth achieving is Accomplish quick. Uh, a lot of the times, when let's just say somebody has a big weight loss goal, say to drop 50, 100 pounds, it's going to take a lot longer than you expect it will, um, than it should. And there's going to be roadblocks a- along the way. So, anticipating roadblocks, being patient, and having a plan when things go wrong, um, that's going to be helpful for you.
0: Oh, great advice now online platform so online training is a it's it's been growing i mean it's been growing for years but today i feel like it's more normalized than it has been in the past um tell us a little bit about the well first your online personal training coaching what does that entail what does it look like and then what are some of the barriers like or i guess that I, i mean like like what people preconceived notions that people have about it that you can dismiss or dispel and help them feel more confident and comfortable going in that direction. If that's something that they can choose.
1: Okay. So for my online coaching services, there are three aspects. Uh, The first one is the training program. When we work together, when I have a consultation with a client, we figure out what their current lifestyle is, how many times a week they can work out what equipment they have available and how much time they can dedicate to working out all of it's customized based off of their their needs and their fitness level i usually do a fitness co- assessment beforehand so i can see how they move because i don't want to just give a generic program and just be like hey here you go because that's mm-hmm. that's not coaching you can just buy a program or look one up on online and, and do that you don't you don't need me for that what does that uh, assessment
0: look like what so
1: is we'll do, uh we'll do a skype video assessment, uh, or they can film certain exercises that they're, they're doing. So the basic movement patterns, whether a uh, up, squat, hinge, bench, press, uh, plank, single leg movements. So Great. it gives a nice top to bottom view of how well they move so I can program their, their workouts uh, properly. And then they gave me the equipment they have available. So you're
0: working on their weaknesses and, and, you know, trying to bring more balance to their imbalances.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, a stressed out busy executive isn't going to need a full blown chest day when they're sitting all day and hunched over with sh- their shoulders rounding forward. Sure. Yeah. So the second part is the nutrition aspect. The diet is where a lot of people need the most help with. Uh, it's easy for me to be. All right, here's your calorie macro targets. Here you go. Uh, most of us like you and I, we can figure that out on our own. But for a lot of general population clients, they need more guidance on that. So I'll give that to them if that's what they need, but we ultimately focus on figuring out what eating habits they need to replace, uh, what dietary habits they'll have to make big adjustments to that they can stick to long-term. Uh, the key is to get them to lose the weight and keep it off because you know it's easy doing six to 12-week blasts, but if you regain the weight and then some and you don't learn anything from it, you know, it's, I didn't really do my job as a coach. Mm-hmm. I want to give you the tools to lose the weight and keep it off for life. Cause a lot of dieters, once they lose the weight, end up regaining it later on in the year or sometime afterwards, mm-hmm. they don't, they didn't make the, the right habit or mindset changes along the way so that it sticks. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and then the, the third part is the accountability. When we're working together, they have access to me. They can message me and we have weekly coaching calls to map out their week. A lot of my clients travel or I have hectic schedules. So we plan out, hey, what's going on for this week? What are your travel plans? What are your food options? Because uh, a lot of them have client co- uh, dinners, lunches, events. So it's, you know, it's hard to lose fat and stay on top of your health when you have so much social aspects, uh, social events happening to where stuff can be beyond your control. So we just yeah. try to be better each time.
0: Great. Now, again, going back to that question, like, so I'm interested in online training. I don't really know too much about it. I've never done it. It's like the, you know, going into the gym for the first time. It's always a little bit scary, but online coaching might even be a little bit more because you're not actually physically there, you know, you're home and you're talking to you or another individual who might be, you know, doing the online coaching, but you're like, what are some of those the preconceived notions and and fears uh, before going in, and then how can we overcome those
1: so your preconceived fears just just like you said it 's kind of it 's kind of like the wild West right now for online coaching there 's mm-hmm. no governing body of what uh, online coaching is, so you 're going to have to figure out well i don't take on complete uh newbies because they need somebody physically there to teach them proper form mm. um, i think if so you don't
0: recommend online coaching necessarily for somebody new unless it's somebody who specifically focuses on new kind of like somebody who's going into the fitness endeavor for the very first time
1: i think so if you're That's a complete, really good point yeah if, if you're a complete beginner and you don't have good form in your exercises if you don't know what certain things are, you don't have a good grasp of how your body moves and feels. You're better off hiring a physical trainer to teach you the basics and build that foundation first mm-hmm. because you're not going to get the most out of it. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing. I don't think online coaching is good for pure beginners who've never you know, started a fitness routine ever. Um,
0: that's great. I've, I've never, never heard that before. It didn't even dawn on me to even consider that. That's a good point.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that you need to do your proper homework in in terms of hiring a, a coach. You need to figure out what you're looking for to to get out of it. Um, is it better than hiring an in person coach? Uh, those would be two big things, and you need How to. How would you
0: know which is better for you and why?
1: It it depends on your personality type. If you if you've worked with an in person coach before and you've always had issues scheduling. If you're always traveling, if you're always inconsistent about when you can work out and you can't lock down an appointment with your coach, Mm. uh, your personal trainer, then online coaching may be a better fit. Mm. Um, Or if you're, if you got a good foundation and you just need somebody to give you proper guidance to take it to the next level, an online coach can definitely is a good option for sure. Cool. Yeah, uh, and I think that a good way to screen whether or not you and that coach would be a good fit to work together is to see their client uh, transformations, look at their posts, see if their values and what their what their message is aligns with you, um, and if it seems like hey, this person may be a good fit for me, schedule consultation, ask good questions, figure out if you two would be a complete fit. To, to have a working relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. It's great, really good points. And, you know, I think you're you're on point with all that there in the sense that you've got, it, it's just like almost hiring a trainer. You know, you got to think about it. Like not everybody's the right fit. And, you know, uh, I like what you said too, you don't take everybody on. I got to a point in my career, maybe five years ago, where I used to say yes to everybody. And then I started saying no, to certain people that I just didn't feel were a right fit for me, not because they, you know, didn't want to be coached or they didn't have the time or the money, whatever it was, just, there's something that just didn't agree with me. It could have been personality even, you know, where their vibe just didn't agree with me. And that would have ended up taking away and robbing me of my energy and robbing them of the possibility of them having the most benefit. So I think it's really important for, you know, if you're considering being uh, going into online coaching as if you're listening and you're a trainer or you're interested in hiring an online personal trainer to make sure the vibe is right. It doesn't always, it's like going out on the first date with somebody and being like in love with them and being like committed to them for the next year or okay. lifetime. Like it doesn't always work out that way. You know, I think it's important to do your due diligence and maybe try it out for a couple times, you know, and see how it works.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. no
0: hard feelings, right? If you're a trainer and you've got a client who wants to say, I want to just give it a couple tries, like, okay, you charge them, but like, just say, I get it, you know, like, I understand because I want to, and then you should say, I want to make sure it's the right fit for me too. So I think that's a good idea, you know, doing two or three sessions, and then we can reevaluate and see if we want to move forward from here, because it's not going to serve either of you well. Because if you're training somebody and you don't like training, you don't like them, or you just don't think that motivation or their uh, their commitment is where you want it to be, then you need to, you're, you're going to be set. You're going to be begrudging this whole like commitment to train them. And then you're doing it just for the money. And then that sucks after a while. And you're like, just stuck in this rut. I think it's you know a good thing to be able to say no.
1: Yeah, totally. If you're selective with who you choose to work with, you're better off. Even if you're not making as much money, whatever you're you're happier, and you can direct that energy towards somewhere else, something totally, more. and I
0: think the people that you do work with will vibe you'll vibe with better, and they'll refer you people more too
1: yeah, absolutely
0: yeah, I think it was so I think it's a win win that's that's great okay, so um your online coaching what is um how long like how long are the sessions like when someone like they how many days a week Uh, what kind of equipment should they have at the very minimum and then uh, give us some idea of what they should expect
1: okay so a lot of my clients uh, they have basic gym memberships or they have home home gym equipment Uh, the home gym equipment people I give them recommendations usually adjustable dumbbells so they can save space uh, bands an adjustable bench of some kind And you can throw in some other accessories like an ab wheel, a stability ball, maybe a TRX to mount hook-on on on a wall somewhere. Uh, That would cover your bases. You can definitely get a great workout and have a solid training program from from doing that. Uh, Some of my other clients who have home gyms or traveling or whatever, they usually train anywhere from two to four times a week. That's the most amount that they can dedicate to given their busy schedules. And their workouts about forty-five minutes to an hour, mm-hmm. and I think it's plenty of time. You don't need to spend more than an hour, really. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and the expectations are, you know, we we fitness advertisements. You know, they're saying, "Hey, shred twenty pounds in twenty days." You know, they like to make bold claims, so I like to give them realistic timetables on how much weight they can lose, how much fat they can lose it takes a while uh, especially since you're trying to establish good diet and eating habits off the top so I tell them the more consistent you are the more progress you'll make but let's I'm not a miracle worker here yeah and and it takes a long time to build muscle uh, especially with with building strength if you're only benching you know 20 pound dumbbells you're gonna have to be benching a lot more if you want to build you know, more muscle, especially in your chest and your arms. So they, I reinforce that you're playing the long game. We're not focused on 30, 60 day challenges or any of that. Fitness is a lifelong endeavor. You need to, you need to keep it up.
0: Mm, Great. Now, when you're working with somebody and they start to, they aren't as compliant and they start, let's say, losing momentum, what do you do to reel them back in?
1: Uh, we take a look at what's happening in their lives, uh, why they're kind of falling off the wagon. We go over what initially drove them to work with me and what their, what their inner drive is. It's that way that you can boost motive, motivation. And we also set systems in place to where, let's just say you miss a workout or you have a bad meal, you had a cheat meal, whatever. You just go back into it the next day.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, motivation is great but you can't rely on it forever so as long as you set the systems in place you just keep doing you just go back to it the next day or the next meal or the next workout whatever
0: Mm. what are the benefits of online training as opposed to in-person training
1: the online training is benefit is you can work out whenever you want you don't have to be locked down in a for an appointment uh you know, you as a trainer, you hate it when when clients cancel or they move things around, or you have to move things around. With online coaching, they can work out whenever they want. They can have more flexibility. Um, they have access to me um, during our coaching calls. So I maybe you ha- you've dealt with this when you're training with a client. It's hard to talk about diet and get them to focus at the same time. They've got too many. They've got too many things going. They're they're trying to get through the set, and yet they're trying to tell you how their day went, with what their how they blew their diet, or what they're struggling with. It's hard to let information sink in, and to digest and to be able to remember it, so you can apply it for later, for the next day. With our scheduled appointments, they have you know we have each other's undivided attention. We can deep dive onto what they're struggling with, with their lifestyle, with their mindset, and map out a plan that that we both can agree on that they can focus on with personal training. It's a lot harder when you're, you're working out with them.
0: I like that really good distinctions there. Um, where do you see person online personal training in five years, 10 years from now?
1: I think it's going to be a lot more common, especially with how tech is. Everyone's got an app. Everyone's so connected, but we're going to reach a point. I think in the industry where, because things are unregulated, there's so many coaches out there uh, that you're going to see a big difference in quality. Uh, I think more and more people, even though we are more connected, we're also more disconnected. Uh, People want more of a personal touch. So I think people are going to want more out of their coaches in terms of calls, in terms of access and less, Hey, here are your macros. Here's your, here's your diet. We'll check back in a week. Kind of thing. People are gonna want more support, and I think coaches are starting to catch on that you there needs to be more of a psychology-based aspect of coaching instead of just here's your training program, here's your diet program, let's do it. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, so, um, and I'm a big believer in this, and I can I could probably already predict your answer, but I'll ask it anyway. What are this like the psychological components to being healthier and fit uh or having success as opposed to not being successful what are some of those uh factors that are important
1: in determining whether you're you're successful
0: successful or or not successful in health and fitness psychologically
1: i think a lot of people struggle with uh, self-belief uh if they don't truly believe that they can achieve their goals they're, they may self-sabotage themselves along the way. Uh, they may quit after a couple of roadblocks here and there, or they're not fully committed into a program. So when you're trying to make changes with your body or any or accomplish any other goal, you have to be committed. You have to know that, all right, it's gonna be it's gonna take work and you're and be willing to put in the work despite what life may throw at you you know it's not going to be perfect every step along the way and but that's that's just life but if you plow through you're going to, you're going to be successful
0: absolutely that was the answer i was i knew that you would say, would, would say um, because i am healthy and fit is an incantation if this is your first time listening i am healthy and fit podcast title is the mantra you have to believe it before you can achieve it and in my 25 years of doing this uh, i've had a lot of successes and I've had failures. And if I looked at both, and I would say, what made the people who were successful more successful than those people that weren't, it wasn't anything to do with my coaching. Uh, You know, I believe that I deliver uh, in a premium product every single time with everything that I, you know, have, I give 110%. But it was those people who were successful, they believed that they would be successful, they believed in themselves, maybe not from the very beginning. But after the coaching, they started to take that on. And you know they they really owned it and they committed to it and focused on it and that I believe is so important and that's why I, I you know titled this podcast I am healthy and fit because even when you say it you're already you're already believing it you're you're starting that seed you're planting the seed there so yeah, good
1: information that's awesome yeah
0: yeah so uh, awesome Tim um, okay I'm gonna finish the podcast on you know a couple questions personal questions. Um, what are your biggest challenges to stay healthy and fit?
1: My biggest challenge is because I, I coach so many people, I'm always writing, I'm always trying to grow my own business. Sometimes I forget, hey, I need a workout too, or you know, like, oh shoot, I don't have that much time to cook. So I can relate to my clients that, you know, my my time is limited and I need to have better self-care sometimes. Cause you can only burn burn the candle for so long, you know?
0: Definitely. What's your favorite fitness book?
1: My favorite fitness book? Wow. Uh, a book
0: related to health and fitness. book
1: related to health and fitness. Uh, one of the, I like a lot of uh, precision nutrition books. Uh, I have Larry Gorman nutrition cooking book. I was certified through their uh, certification. So I learned a lot about coaching uh, and nutritional science through their uh, certification manual. So that's a good one. Um, Great. Yeah.
0: And what is, um, what is your favorite exercise?
1: Ooh, Ooh I like, uh, I like weighted pull-ups. I like rack deadlifts. Those are fun just to throw some weight around.
0: Great. And what's your least favorite exercise?
1: I hate, I hate training my abs. I just get bored.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so like leg lifts, sit-ups, things like that. I just get bored doing it. So not hot, not high on the ab stuff.
0: Cool. Favorite recommendation for doing cardio.
1: Uh, let's see. If you have a, a, any sort of bike, like an assault bike, echo bike, though that's that's an uh, that's a killer one. I like the uh, the rowing machine. I like the ski erg if you have access to one, or a versa climber. Uh, or they're a lot more common now. It's one of those self-powered treadmills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, where you just run based off of the momentum of the belt from how fast True
0: form going. or skill mill. Skill mill, yeah, uh, we have technical. a
1: skill mill. Yeah, we have yep. a schedule at our gym and that's awesome. I like running on that thing. Sure. Intervals.
0: And where do you train out of when you do personal training?
1: So I have a studio in Santa Monica at my, at my friend's studio. It's called uh, Body by Ash. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a good little spot and um, come and say hi, follow me on social, shoot me a message. And, and uh, where can they
0: find you on social and where, wherever else?
1: So they can find me on my website, timloufitness.com. I have a five day email course where if you sign up, you'll get it. And it's a five day fat loss course. You can also find me on Facebook. Look me up Timothy Lou on Instagram, Tim Lue fitness. Those would be the ways to find me.
0: Awesome. Tim. Well, I want to acknowledge you for your passion and your commitment to the health and fitness business, turning a breakdown and a personal challenge of being an overweight child and kid into being a healthy and fit adult and teaching others how to be healthy and fit as well. So uh, thank you for being a positive uh, person in this industry. We need
1: more people like you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the kind words. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. to be on your podcast.
0: It's my pleasure. Well, thanks for having me, or thanks for being on and everybody thanks for listening. Uh, This is another episode of healthy and fit. I am healthy and fit. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And one more thing before you take off. Would you like to receive a short email from me one time a week on Fridays? Five to Thrive Fridays is a way for me to keep you expanding your health and fitness with five of the coolest things that I find interesting or ideas that I've been thinking about. Health and fitness books, trends, foods, recipes, supplements, anything to keep you feeling healthy and fit over the weekend and beyond. Visit stevejordan.com and click on the hashtag IamHealthyAndFit to leave your email address. And one more important note, if you found this podcast motivating, inspiring, or educational, please share with your family, your friends, coworkers, or anyone that you know who needs to improve their health or fitness. Take a screenshot of this podcast and share on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or any other social media platform. Taking the initiative to share not only helps the people you share it with, but it will help you because the law of giving to get. You see, when you give with generosity without expectation, you will receive more for doing so. And this holds true when you want to be healthy and fit, my friends. This is another exercise that I've described to all of my clients. And those that have taken it on have undoubtedly seen the most results. So please, take a few more minutes of your time and do it now. Thank you again for listening. I am healthy and fit.